Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. If you're not celebrating Christmas, how about Happy Friday? I hope that everyone is starting off their day right. It is, uh, it's interesting that it's a Friday and that it's, you know, potentially a long weekend and long school break. And yet most people around the world have to sit still. And I guess I'm just asking you to embrace that today. You know, just be grateful for what you do have, what resources, you know, if it's a, if you have shelter, if you have immediate family, if you have your health, what, what blessings do you have? And, and let's just be grateful for them today, whether it's Christmas or it's not. And I know for me, the holidays were always tough because, well, because they were, because I had a lot of bad history with holidays. And as someone who has quit gambling, right, and, and used to spend every holiday that she could at the casino, I mean, often we were there Christmas day, night, whether, no matter where we spent Christmas, but a lot, I have a lot of memories of going after Christmas dinner from here in New York with Dave and his family. And, you know, when you do it with the family, it doesn't, it doesn't look like you're doing anything wrong. It looks like a family affair, right? Well, my first year that I quit gambling, I'm going to tell you a quick little story. My first year when I quit, I was in Kansas, so I quit in August, and obviously I did not have the finances to go home to to the Northeast, and we had just been to Denver in Thanksgiving, at Thanksgiving to visit my aunt and uncle that lived out there, and it was about noon on Christmas Eve day. And it occurred to me, I was going to be alone. I was going to be alone for Christmas Eve. I was going to be alone for Christmas Day. And I did not trust myself to not gamble. So at noon, (laughs) I made this decision. I bought the girls a couple gifts, ran home and packed. And I got on the road by about 2 o'clock that afternoon. And I drove pretty much straight to Denver. Actually, I almost ran out of gas a couple times. It was about a 10-hour ride from Kansas City. And I showed up at my aunt and uncle's doorstep and they welcomed me with open arms and that began Christmas tradition in Denver. I will also say that I got a speeding ticket on the way home. (laughs) So the whole trip probably cost me about, I don't know, four or $500 in gas in this ticket. So after that year, I got smarter and started just using the $50 flight it was from Kansas City to uh, Denver and my future years, but there's solutions, guys. We don't have to end up at the casino or betting or doing the thing. And if you have to be creative about your solutions, be creative. But you can do this. You can get through the holiday, whether it's your first one or it's your 10th or your 5th or whatever. You, you can do this. I believe in you. And trust me, you will feel amazing getting through the holidays and and looking for the joy and looking for the gratitude and not white knuckling it, just embracing the fact that you can call your friends, call your sponsors, jump in Facebook rooms, do whatever you need to do to not place a bet today. 
You can do it. Give yourself that that gift. All right, let's see what our reading says. Alice Muir says, we are always given exactly what we need according to a plan so grand and good that it is beyond our imagination. At some point in our recovery, we turn our lives over to the care of a power greater than ourselves. This does not come easy. We approach that point with fear and trepidation. Sometimes we turn our life over and then take it back when things get tough. We fight endlessly, it seems, to avoid letting go. In the end, we find we are not fighting anything or anyone other than ourselves. We find that our higher power has been with us all the time, all-knowing and all-forgiving. God never deserted us even when we were desperate to reject him. Perhaps that is the beauty of the program. We discover that our higher power loves us unconditionally until we are ready to begin loving ourselves and others once again. And then, no matter what mistakes we make, he is ready to forgive us when we ask. This comfort was available to us all along. We just couldn't see it. And as we can't see God's plan for us, we know it. But, we couldn't see it as we can't see God's plan for us, but we know it's there. Today, I'm grateful for my higher power and the spirituality of recovery. Oh, wow. If, you know, faith is, faith is believing in what we can't see, essentially, right? And it took me 45 years of life to come to that realization that faith, faith is huge and is very helpful as, as, it's actually a survival thing. And as I always talk about spirituality being the difference between the first time I quit gambling and this time I quit gambling and how it makes me feel, I will continue to share that message with you because I hope you find your version of spirituality. And that could be as simple as you connect to trees in the woods on a morning walk. It doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be organized. It doesn't have to be anything but defined by you and having some trust and faith that it's going to be okay. And what I'm hearing in this reading is that it's there right now. It's right there. All you have to do is acknowledge it and ask for it and, and embrace it. And when you, when you start doing that and when you start like surrendering and and letting go of all your shit that you want to control. And I know you want to control it. I wanted to control all the things too. The money, the time, I can go and, and just gamble a little bit. All the things. I get it. Now I know that I am not in control of so many things. And that's okay. And it's going to work out the way it's supposed to work out whether I like it in the moment or whether I don't. It just comes with the territory. And that's where the faith is just so consoling for for when those rough spots are and, and just knowing to get, you know, to the other side as I refer to it. And one of the lessons from the Miracle Challenge I was doing this week, the the teacher, James McNeil, actually <laughs> it was in the work, the serenity prayer. And we had to document the things that we actually could impact. And he really does a good job of telling us that we're responsible. 
meaning we as adults have these choices and we're able, response able, to respond to whatever the situations are. Like we have that ability. And I think that it's it's kind of a neat way to break it down and let us know that there are things that we can make choices about. Hopefully today everyone made the right choice and and stayed away from the bad. And if if they didn't, that's okay. I think right was the wrong <laughs> word to use. Hopefully everyone made the best choice for themselves today. And if you did gamble, the universe, God, higher power, the tree in the woods, it's all going to forgive you. And you have another opportunity starting in this moment to not get it, gamble again. It's just that easy. And the cycle continues until you let your guard down and embrace the fact that you can control what you can control and you can't control what you can't control. And just be okay with that. I know it sounds freaking scary and backwards and all the things. I will continue to tell you, it is so freaking worth it. Once you start, once you get the momentum, once you start living that life, I've seen people post in as early as a week or two that things are already starting to shift once they quit gambling. And it's not just about the money, guys. It's about the mindset. It's about the activities. It it starts in that day. It's just like someone who quits smoking, right? It doesn't feel maybe immediate on the first flight of stairs that you try to walk up and breathe easy on. However, a day later, a week later, whenever, all of a sudden you're reflecting and your breathing is better. So think about it that way. You'll breathe easier when you relinquish the bet. It'll be uncomfortable in the beginning and maybe even along the journey. There's a lot of... uh, healing and exploring that we need to do in the recovery journey. Again, I'll reiterate, it's so worth it. So, so worth it. So on this day where gifts are part of the topic in a lot of cultures and around the world, give yourself the gift of recovery. If you have recovery already, be grateful for it. And if you're not even in that bubble and you just love hanging out with me, because the stuff that I say can be applied to your normal, and I, you know, air quotes, can be applied to everyday life for every human being that we need to take care of ourselves, believe in ourselves, know we're worth it, make the right choices. If you're here just for those messages, then be kind to yourself as well and give yourself the gift of loving yourself. That easy. That's the deal. All right, beautiful people, I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous day. If you're listening on the holiday itself, please have a merry, merry Christmas. Don't stress, don't, don't stress about what you can't control. And if, if you need something to do, make sure you today to keep you occupied, check out Tim Ringgold's episode that also releases today. It is phenomenal. I cannot say enough good about it, which is probably why I keep talking about it. All right, beautiful people. Talk to you soon.